0: This is the Derry Brothers Tribecast, a podcast for diehard Cleveland Indians fans. Presented to you by waitingfornextyear.com. Now, here are the hosts, Matt and Todd Derry
1: dairy brothers Tribecast for another week on a monday june the 7th what's going on everybody matt and todd with you on waiting for next we're brought to you by the center for advanced dentistry the great dr ben hornstein and of course breaking for the best t-shirts when it comes to your favorite teams go to breaking slash dairy what a weird week of uh, indians baseball uh rain outs, Days off, and then they go to Baltimore this weekend and just lay a stink bomb, uh, including yesterday, Todd, uh, giving up 18 runs uh, in in what we're going to call the Cedric Mullins weekend, because they just couldn't get that guy out.
0: Cedric Mullins, a member of 10% capacity. Oh, yeah. There you go. He was on fire this weekend, huh? He's a really good player. You know, talk about someone the Indians could use in center field. That (laughs) would be
1: that's an understatement.
0: That would be good.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: I I really liked what I saw from them, but uh, you know, this is an Orioles talk. like us talk about the Orioles, actually.
1: Oh um, man, we could do we 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 could do a we could do a whole show on the Orioles. the Way they were swinging the bats this weekend.
0: It, it was a gross weekend to say the least. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to say this team is at a crossroads, but it's an interesting time because they're still right there. Uh, you know, in the division. I mean, the White Sox are clearly better than the Indians. There's no two ways about it, but the Indians just keep hanging around and hanging around. You thought this weekend, you get, you know, this is, the, you look at the schedule coming up, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but this is the time to make hay. You're playing the Orioles twice this month, the Mariners, who aren't any good, and it's a big stretch of games. The Pirates. And the the, the Buccos, uh, and Yeah, I mean, this is the time to make some hay, and Losing two of three this weekend to that horrible Orioles team, and especially the way they lost on Sunday was—it was gross. I mean, Friday night's game we can get into. They had they—I I say they shouldn't have lost that game, but when you score one run and the offense doesn't do anything, and these guys have to be perfect every single time out, whether it's the starting pitcher or the bullpen or both, your, your margin for error is so small. So. I don't know. I'm 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 a little frustrated to say the least.
1: You should be. Uh, yesterday, of course, the Indians lost eighteen to five. Quantrill didn't really have it, but again, here's the thing. I mean, these games all are the same. When the Indians get blown out, and they've gotten blown out quite a few times this year, uh, but when they do get blown out, it always starts with the defense, um, not hitting cutoff men. Uh, miscommunication in the outfield, an error in the infield, uh, a poor throw. Um, It's ridiculous. And and to me, I rarely get on Terry Francona because I think Tito's the greatest manager probably in the history uh, of this franchise. But uh, they've got to stop putting certain guys in certain spots where they shouldn't be or leave them there and let them learn there. I mean, you know Harold Ramirez is not a center fielder and shouldn't be in center field. So if you're playing Bradley Zimmer all week and he seems to be your center fielder, then a righty pitches on Sunday, but Bradley's not in the lineup, but Harold is and he's in center. And you have to have Harold in the lineup because he's the only one hitting, but but he can't play center. I mean, it. it and then Quantrill throws the ball away. Rene Rivera, you know whether he should have made the play or not on kind of a, a, a wounded duck into the dirt. On what would have been a one, two, three double play. Right. But still, all of these plays get magnified because the offense is just not very good. And so you make, give teams extra outs. The Indians don't have a team that can slug 12, 13 runs in a game and and win a game 10 9 or 10 8. And it just, it's brutal. Ahmed Rosario shouldn't be at shortstop, but he has to be because he's the only one that can hit at that position, at least now. And so that's where it's frustrating, Todd. I mean, the defense is horrible. Harold Ramirez should never play play center field. But but again, he has to play because he's hitting. He's a really good hitter.
0: And and we said this last week, and I'll say it again, after watching these games this weekend, it's the worst defensive Indians team of our lifetime. I, I, I don't ever remember seeing a team. And it's not a couple games a week that look bad. Every single frigging game is that huge mistakes are made. Like you said, you know, listen, they were, they got smoked yesterday. They, you know, I'm not going to sit here and go, the defense cost them a game. But when fly balls hit out to, to Harold in center and he has, he breaks back and it's clearly when he should break in and then the ball drops in front of him. And then there's a double play ball hitting right back to Quantrill. And he, you know, throws it wide of Renee because he panicked. It, it these are like little league plays, and to your point, Harold's got to play right now. The way the, the way Handsome Harold is swinging the bat. By the way, I don't like this big Harold crap. I, I, I don't like that. Let's let, let's go with Handsome Harold, please. Handsome, hard headed Harold. Okay, that's what.
1: He I do. don't know if I want to hear Matt Underwood calling anybody handsome though.
0: Big Harold, little oh, Big Harold. I
1: know, It's nonstop.
0: And whenever whenever they score first, and the Indians will play from in front. I mean. Could, can we get some originality every once in a while? All right, it's the same bro- It's the
1: same broadcast. It's the same broadcast every game.
0: Thank God for Andre. That's all I can say. Anyways. Uh, although
1: although Manning did torch Jake Bowers the other you night. You
0: know what? Rick was really good on a couple of things. Yeah, he said the first thing he said when, when Bobby Bradley uh, got the hit was like, well, it's about time. Been waiting long enough to see this. He clearly wanted Bowers out. It was so good. <laughs> Uh, he's, I, I think he, I think he, I know I tweeted the quote, but it was something to the effect of, you know, I don't know why we had to wait this long to see this or whatever it was. But we'll get in Bobby Bradley later. But to, to your point, Harold's not a center fielder, but he has to play. I don't understand why Zimmer didn't play yesterday either. Zimmer's been good, and the way he's playing defensively, you need someone out there in center who's actually going to do something. And you have an off day today, so I didn't quite understand the need for. Uh, for him to sit, I mean, ha, know,
1: give, ha, I mean, give, has Zimmer been good? I mean, I think he's been serv- serviceable, I mean, serviceable,
0: serviceable. Yes, but but when your team, like when we're discussing what butchers they are, and to have an outfield of a guy who plays center field and Harold Ramirez, who's not a center fielder, a uh, 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 Naylor who's not a right fielder, and Eddie Rosario who's fine, you, you know, what I mean, like every once in a while, you got to do something. And Zimmer doesn't need any days off. They get, They didn't play on Wednesday. They didn't play on Thursday, and they're not playing on Monday. And I can't believe I'm sitting here clamoring for Bradley Zimmer. To I know play day, that like, that's the it state. It magnified it's when the, this defense is so fucking bad. It's the
1: state of this franchise right now because it just. You know we just can't develop any outfielders. It, it's it, you know, like I saw. I think I texted you and the uh, executive producer yesterday that. The unnamed team DFA Jacoby Jones, who was their opening day center fielder. I mean, Bradley Zimmer is sort of the left-handed version of Jacoby Jones. You know, can really go and get it out in center, but just can't hit. Now, Zimmer's come up, and he was five for his first 15, so you're like, whoa, not bad. You know, but but again, is there's nobody doing any any kind of run producing? I mean, you know, when 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 Bowers had his decent run, it was three singles, you know? Zimmer yeah. gets on with some singles. Now, that's, that's when the nice thing about Bobby Bradley is it's been extra bases. But, man, oh, man, it just, again, just going back to the original point, Todd, you have to catch the ball. When your offense isn't very good, you're starting pitching outside of two guys isn't very good, and your defense isn't very good, how the hell is this team 31-26? and 26? That, that, Seriously.
0: It's really amazing. <laughs> it is. You're, you're totally right and it's a, it's a testament to the grit of this group it's a, but, but it, you know we talked about this last time like you you said earlier we get blown out quite a bit which is true we do get blown out quite a bit we're never blowing anybody out every game the indians win is 4 to 2 or 3 to 1 or 2 to nothing you know it,
1: even saturday it's a blowout it's 10 to 4 and he has to bring Karen jack and classy on, well,
0: he didn't have to. When when they were up 9-4 and I saw Shaw was warming, I'm like, what is he doing? But then I forgot they didn't play Wednesday and Thursday. So they kind of had to get hot. You know what I mean? I guess. You're going to have to use them because, again, with an off-day Monday, then, you know what I mean? Like, listen, I, I, I hate, I mean, we talked about this before, but the overuse of the big three, uh, you know, is, is well-documented at this point, but he had to get these guys in work. They just had to pitch with all the off-days.
1: I guess you're right. I mean, uh, he did have – who? Who? Uh, I think he brought Blake Kenny Parker in the other day, and uh, the guy couldn't even get out of that inning. He had to bring yeah. check in in a 9-4 game or 10-4 game. But you're right, the schedule this week was really strange, and I like this off-day today kind of getting ready for two games in a National League park and lining up your pitching to where, you know, Bieber can pitch twice this week, and and so can Savali. Well, not so can Savali, but you know what I mean. You, you can line it up how you want and uh, figure out really where this is going because you, you've you got some guys on the team that when they trot out there, you forget they're playing. You forget they're on the team. There's too yeah, many. Kyle
0: Nelson is is the one I always forget.
1: Right, is why is he on the team? Let him even be a A and get outs. The kid, kid, Poor kid came in yesterday, and he hadn't pitched in it forever, and he got lit up.
0: Yeah, they're, they're carrying too many pitchers, and I think that they're the they were put in this predicament because basically they have two starters, and you know until Act comes back, then they have three starters. But um, we can we can go into this now. I, I over the last two weeks, when you're trying to figure out who they're going to trout out there, I mean, essentially, if, if, if you know, I think Act will be back within. The next three weeks or so, at least, it sounds like he and Roberto are both going to meet with the the doctor today on the off day and get an update. And we could hear something, you know, hopefully tonight that hey, you know, it's healing, and he can start throwing whatever it might be. But they don't really need a fifth starter for another week and a half. Right now, honestly the way Quantra was no good we didn't even last week when we had this conversation which seemingly we have every week we didn't even we totally forgot to mention yeah we did (laughs) because we were talking about Eli Morgan and his debut, and now Eli Morgan's down and we were talking about Sam Hentges and Sam came in yesterday in relief oh my god it was awful again and and so I don't know what I don't know how you can trot Sam out there again is another for another start. We talked about this last week, but he's only made one start where he's pitched five innings or more, and it was five innings, and he has not been good. So
1: well, you, you, and Tristan you can't again. and you can't start Sam again against Seattle or Baltimore, the two teams after St. Louis, because both those teams have seen him. You yeah. the, the next time you want Hinch's to start is against a team that hasn't seen him yet. Now, again, it's Seattle and Baltimore. Who cares? It, it could be much better. But his confidence is shot. And here's the biggest stat. And I think I saw this on Indians Pro or whatever on Indians Perspective on Twitter. You know, Bieber and Savali's ERA is like three together. And then everybody else's is over seven. The starters, ERA. Over seven yeah. when you well, trot out everybody else. And that's a that's a major problem. And they're not pitching deep into the game. And that's why these they're carrying
0: 85 85- you know relievers because Hentges right now Mejia's only stretched out to fifty five pitches. Hentges hasn't made it past five. Mackenzie was basically a five inning pitcher. Morgan got lit up in his uh, one start. Uh, who I, in, in Quantrill basically is is a at most throwing you know sixty pitches or so. So they're that's been, they're in this predicament. But as of right now, I think the I think the next guy, Hench has to go. I'm sorry, he's got to go down. He's been bad. I mean, he he has shown me nothing to prove that he should be in this rotation right now. So right now, I personally think your next best option, the way everybody's been pitching, it's got to be Tristan McKenzie. Did you see what he did yesterday in, in his Triple A stuff?
1: Five five yeah. scoreless innings, and he seems to have his his mojo back. Uh, the 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 announcement to him, at least, that you're going down, and then he ended up not really going to Columbus was, I think, a wake-up call because really his, his his last three starts, two at the big club and the one with Columbus yesterday, were, were a, a good sign. And he's so talented. Maybe he just needed a, uh, a kick in the ass a little bit. But yeah. you're right. I mean, right now, if you had to slot it and say, who are the four guys that you're willing to go with with off days in between here on Monday and Thursday, today and Thursday, it would be Bieber, Savali, Mejia, and McKenzie. And, and I think an issue that has to be brought up, and somebody in this organization is going to have to have this conversation, is maybe just maybe Cal Quantrill and Sam Hentges are both just better out of the bullpen. And yeah. and because I know the plan has always been is those guys are starters, but look at Quantrill's splits as a starter and a reliever. They are drastic, drastically different. I mean, he is much better as a reliever than as a starter. And Hentges could be a one to 2 winning big lefty that comes in and throws 97 because when he's starting, he's not hitting 97 anymore. So they need to make that determination pretty quickly here because yeah, you're going to get think... Plesak back. So maybe there's your – that when Plesak's healthy, maybe that's your five. Mejia I mean, looks he, decent. Yeah. Mejia looks decent.
0: And he gives you a little bit of a different look with the changing of the speeds than the rest of the guys. So I do – think that Mejia deserves a longer look? I mean, listen, they gave Henchus over a month. He's had plenty of options, uh, opportunities to look good. They gave McKenzie a ton of of, uh, leash, and when they did send him down, and like you said, he didn't actually pitch, but since that demotion, he had two big league starts and one AAA start where he's been great. So... I think those are your two guys. I want to see more from Mejia for sure. I'm hoping that next time out they get him at least up to 75 pitches or whatever it might be. And to your point, Cal Cuantro was really good in his bullpen role. Yes, he was. When yes, he, he was. And, and maybe that's where he's going to be at his best. Uh, but they're going to have to patch together a third option uh, until that gets back for, for you know maybe one or two starts. And maybe they just... Do a piggyback with Quantrill and 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 Hentges, and they keep them both up. Or maybe they do uh, try Eli Morgan one more time and see see what happens there. Or you know what, Scott Moss is is back and healthy, and maybe you know he after a couple more starts in Triple A, they give him one start. So who knows? The, the 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 biggest issue is here is that this team is supposed to be built on its starting pitching, and basically they have two starters until police that comes back. And then when police that comes back, it's three starters and then God only knows what's coming after that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think the McKenzie stuff is good. I think that that is a a good sign and you know that he's talented. So hopefully now something between the ears got there and some sort of message because he's been much more under control And uh, has been much more, has has been successful over his last three starts. And striking out eight straight White Sox is is a major accomplishment. That was not, he didn't do that against, you know, the unnamed team or Pittsburgh. I mean, that, or or Seattle. That was Chicago. And they are clearly the best team in our division. Um, Mejia, yeah, let's see what he does on Wednesday. Pitch him on Wednesday. Bieber will pitch Tuesday. Let that kid pitch Wednesday against a very good Cardinal lineup. And we'll talk about it. Very right-handed heavy, though, and um, see how he does. And, and you know, again, you, you, maybe he pitches, throws 60 to 65 this time. Um, the, you've got enough arms in the pen that you can patch games that way. But, you know, you always knew, Todd, we've talked about it since we've started the podcast this season, that the offense was going to be an issue. There's just not enough offense. Fran Mill's still hurt. Um, Roberto's been out, and, when you know, the catching spot doesn't give you a lot of offense without him. And, you know, so it's it's tough. But you always knew you could rely on the starters, and now you're down to two that you can rely on. And that's that's not going to win you enough games.
0: No, it is not. And I would like, you know, I, I, with the amount of bullpen arms they're carrying, like you said, that that's right. But they could probably use another bat. And, like, we talked about it earlier. I mean, if Kyle Nelson's going to pitch basically one or two innings a week, Why is he up? Give me another bat in that spot. But, uh, you know, I know, you know what I think we should do? We should stop here before we get into the position player talk. Let's talk a little teeth, okay?
1: Oh, I'm I'm down. Talk about a place where guys can be guys. All right.
0: (laughs) I got a nice, I got a text from my friend, the great Dr. Borland. Who sent me a screenshot? He was in a medical building this week, and it was a screenshot of a list of doctors. And right on there said Center for Advanced Dentistry, Doctor Ben Hornstein, and right underneath that, Doctor Sean Slesse. And he wrote, "Look where I am, America's finest dentist."
1: Did Adam? So, did, yeah. did Adam go in there? Did he go in and say hello?
0: I don't know if he did or not.
1: Because but, you can. Uh, because you can.
0: No, that's true.
1: They're an inviting environment. A great call. You know,
0: that is actually a great call. You know, you're you're pretty smart. I will give you that. <laughs> yeah,
1: stop, stop, stop. If you think about that, think about if Borland went in there and said, "Hey, Dr. Ben Ornstein, uh, love the Dairy Brothers Tribecast. I mean, imagine
0: he would love them. He would keep them in there for twenty minutes yeah. to talk about. Because that's because that's my man, Doc. He just anybody who loves the Dairy Brothers, he loves, which I respect. But uh, anyways, if you're looking for a great dentist on the east side in a fun and relaxed atmosphere go to cfad.net or give them a call at 216 see i'm you wait hang on one second i gotta tell you another thing my lady the great sandy yeah she has been taking care of our family no joke sandy's been my hygienist for probably 25 years she's done such a great job and sandy deserves a ton of credit because She's a, a, a great person. She has always really done a good job of putting me at ease. Because, you know, when they're taking those things into your teeth and they're scratching to get that plaque off, you're like, this sucks, and they're picking at your gums. Sandy, just relax. <laughs> this I, is, I don't know this why is she some, does it. But this
1: she, is some breakdown she, she's, right now.
0: She's, she's terrific. But anyways, check them out, cfad.net, or give them a call at 216-595-1710. You can... Check them out. You can use Dr. Ben. You can use Dr. Sean. Anything you might need, smile reconstruction or just a regular teeth cleaning, please do yourself a favor and get on over to Orange Place. CFAD.net, 216-595-1710.
1: That was uh, some breakdown right there. Thank you. I'm expecting (laughs) to hear about, uh, expecting you to tell me about the weekend at Bee's Pool. I mean, geez, you were going, you you were really breaking it down.
0: All right, and I I ran into B at uh, at uh, Maxie's. Shout out to the best Italian restaurant in Little Italy, except for the fact that they ran out of pizzas on a Saturday night. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, I actually, yesterday, two act-
0: years because of the pandemic and all I wanted was a little little pizza.
1: And actually yesterday, yesterday we were at one of our uh, favorite, uh, favorite spots here, a Brown Iron Brew house, and they have great fries and they were out of fries. It was a Sunday at two.
0: Who, who runs out of fries? And, I know and, and, well,
1: they were, they were running to their Royal Oak location to get more, uh, but we missed out. Whatever. Um, breaking today
0: let me ask you a question. Yesterday at uh, at, at uh, AJ's graduation, did you wear a Breaking Tea T-shirt by chance?
1: No, I had a I had a collared shirt on. But you did see on Friday. I was at uh, <laughs> I was at uh, another establishment <laughs> and uh, took a selfie with some drunks. I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> And my wife did not think it was that funny, but my buddy Mark was with us, and he took a picture of me taking the picture. And you recognize, wait a minute, you're wearing the Tristan McKenzie stick shirt. So, I did. That's one of my favorite shirts. It's just comfortable. All the shirts that you get from BreakingT.com are so comfortable, soft. And if you want tribe gear, whether it's the Jose Ramirez um, home run pitch shirt, the, loop, the, J- uh, the Jordan Luplo shirt, Fronimil uh, shirt, the McKenzie shirt, whatever it is, you go to BreakingTea.com slash dairy, d e r y, and get it. Uh, Browns gear, whether it's you know for the summer, you want it. again these shirts, and you know this, Todd, they're comfortable, they're soft, fit well. BreakingTea.com uh, slash dairy. If you're into the NBA playoffs and you've got a team you're rooting for, because Lord knows the team you root for back there doesn't make the playoffs, um, you know you want a shirt like a Giannis shirt. They got it all. Uh, you know, what's his name, Uh, Jokic, you know, the Joker, Denver, maybe you're adopting them. They've got Jokic shirts. They've got it all at BreakingTea.com. Just go there, BreakingTea.com slash Derry, D-E-R-Y, and uh, hop on the Cleveland Collection, get whatever you need at Breaking Tea. Uh, Soon, Todd, they're going to have to make a uh, Hunger Strike is Over shirt because the other day we kind of got tipped off um, by a very good source that... uh, it, a change was coming after Friday's game, thank goodness, and Jake Bowers' run is over. It's incredible how Bobby Bradley comes up and has like as many extra base hits in two games as Jake Bowers had in like 60, 50. I mean, it's just, at least it's over, but what a waste of time April and May was, in early late, late March, having to trot out Jake Bowers against righties at first base. Bobby Bradley is up from Columbus. I told you he was bored down there. He had been in AAA for four years or whatever it was. So he comes up and starts hitting, which is nice to see. Home run yesterday, going oppo, a couple of doubles. Let's play the kid. I don't care where you have him at DH your first base. Let him swing it and let's go.
0: Absolutely. The stat was this. In 43 games, 100 at-bats, Jake Bowers had five extra base hits and drove in six runs. In Bobby Bradley's first five at bats, he had three extra base hits and drove in three runs. Two <laughs> doubles and a homer—pretty pretty amazing. Now, I uh, when the hunger strike, uh, you, you were going back on the hunger strike starting on Monday, today as a requirement.
1: No, that was last hours. week. That was last week. I said that, but but I, no, but no, I didn't. Oh,
0: it was June first. Sorry, it was June Yeah, 1st.
1: but I didn't. I didn't stick with it. I wussed out. But
0: well, of course. But
1: the... I was good for that one week.
0: Uh, the, yes, you were. You were. It was a great bit, and uh, I I, and I know that the executive producer loved it, too. Uh, I, I will say this. I think the only—I I said at the beginning of the year, June 1st, was the date for Jake Bowers, because it's basically 60 days. I think they would have gotten rid of him earlier had Rodney O'Reilly not gotten hurt. Uh, I, I think it kind of forced their hand. I completely agree with you, and I've said this to many people, that when they're like, oh, well, Bobby Bradley's striking out too much, he's not hitting in AAA— the guy's been in AAA for three years. I mean, I, I, I literally saw a, a in my time hop. I got a. I'll, I'll talk and pull, uh, pull it up at the same time. But I saw in my time hop today a tweet from literally three years ago. Me complaining about the offense going and Bobby Bradley still here. It is. This was. I'm sorry. This was two years ago. Jason Kipnis continues to hit cleanup and Leonis Martin is still the regular center fielder against righties, while Bobby Bradley is still in AAA. makes a lot of sense <laughs> so
1: we that about was two years ago seasons.
0: yes that was two years ago 2019 <laughs> so it was good to see him he's again you know you, you can't get over how skinny he looks now but he looked really good yesterday I I did see the ninth inning home where I happened to uh Switch back, and uh, I saw the homer went the opposite way out the lefty. Just get him, get him up here and let him play. We've we've said this, you know, since spring training. This is the year to find out about guys like Bobby Bradley, Daniel Johnson, you know, the young, tw- the 25, 26, Yeah, you know, Jake Bowers too. This is, I mean, we we already knew this, and you know, I still come back to Tom Hamilton being on with us the week before the season started saying. What more do you need to see with him? Yeah, and
1: that's the Indians' play-by-play man. That's a know. bad sign, that. right? Right. Well, I mean, when you go through the entire spring and look, if we were just going on spring training alone, the spring training MVPs for the Indians were Logan Allen, uh, Owen Miller, Bobby Bradley, and who's whom I'm missing that was also great in the spring and then has been. Oh, and Andres Jimenez. So if you go by spring training MVPs, the Indians are zero for three with an incomplete. So far, at least. I mean, Logan Allen's a disaster, and now it sounds like he's hurt or something um, and was pitching with...
0: Yeah, he tried to pitch through. You know, it it sucks because you feel bad for the kid in that instance because he's
1: trying trying to get his
0: major league shot, and he doesn't want to be like, oh, I'm hurt. You know, he just tried those mistakes. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Right, but I'm just saying, all of the guys from the spring, you went, oh my gosh, Logan Allen was dominating, definitely won the fifth job. You know, Andres is the shortstop, and he was the shortstop like very early in camp and impressing. And then yeah, they he's gave it to him right away, right? And then he's in Columbus, and then you know, Owen Miller, God bless him, he's trying, but man, he he cannot he cannot buy a hit. Uh, even when he hit the ball hard, even in the the last at bat yesterday, when it was eighteen to five, but still hit the ball sharply up the middle, but it got knocked down by the pitcher. I mean, he but he's hitting one twenty nine, so it's just. You know, if you if you're just going by the spring, I'm saying, uh, you yeah. know, but Bobby Bradley, I mean, as, as Hammy told us, what more do you need to do? He's in shape. He's driving the baseball. He was good in the spring. Jake Bowers wasn't, uh, but Bowers was out of options, and they gave him two months. But it's over. Thank goodness.
0: Yeah, and you know what? It's time for Bobby to put up or shut up. This is it. This is his chance. Now Bowers is out of his organization. So it's not like he has to look over his shoulder. He just I mean, yes, Josh Naylor's there. There's always the possibility that if Bradley flames out, Naylor moves to first, uh, you know, what what but, but as long as Ron Mill Reyes is, is on uh the injured list, Bobby's gonna get all the at bats that he wants. So now's the time to take take that opportunity and run with it. And uh granted it was only five at bats, but uh it, it was a good start this weekend and it was good to see him up i i he's earned this he has 100% earned the right to be here and let's just let's see what he has. i'm i'm excited to see it i really am
1: and don't look at batting average in columbus i mean the the indians at no. one point this year their number 2 guy in ops was jordan lublo and he was hitting below 200 i mean for people to go well he's better with a batting average i mean jose ramirez is hitting 260 but he's the best player on our team, hands down. No one's batting average is that good. I mean, yeah, there are some that are in the 300s, and there are guys that are Mike Trout's of the world and otherwise. But let's see OPS. Let's see if guys can slug, and let's see if we can get some extra base hits. You know, the the, the Indians lately, it's just been single, single home run. Um, let's string some extra base hits together. Let's, let's see some guys that should be. Driving the baseball, driving. I mean, Jake Bowers got to stay because every time we thought he was on the ropes, he'd come up with a two or three hit night of singles. You got to hit the Chang ball up
0: this week, right? What's Look that? Look at Chang, like you, Chang, this week. Same thing. You had a great week for him.
1: It wasn't bad. Yeah, great week for him. Yes, not but bad. Every time
0: we think he's going to be sent down, this happens. It's literally the same thing as Bowers. It's crazy. Meanwhile, I'm just looking at Owen Miller's numbers. Remember he was 20 for 40 to start the AAA season? Correct. He's 5 for 42 with one walk and one extra base hit.
1: That was 5 for 42 at the big league level?
0: Yes. No, He he, he or are you he's, a, five for, he's 5 hits and 42 at bats. And he's only walked once, and one of his hits was extra
1: base hit. No, but I know. But, but when he started 20 for 40 at Columbus, he then went like yes. 3 for 17 before he got called yes. up.
0: correct, correct. So if you add that back up,
1: he's what eight for eight for his 50, last season fifty nine fifty
0: nine yikes sixty eight but uh, poor Owen
1: oh, poor Owen I mean you got to keep playing him he's gonna hit of course I think he's gonna it's hit just, yeah. the track record's there I know it's the minor league level you could say the same for Josh Naylor um, but I, I, you know it just the poor kid it just you know. But again, he's right-handed. We're normally a more left-handed, dominant team. Teams are throwing lefties at us left and right. I mean, you look at what the Mariners are going to do next week. They they could throw three left. they If they wanted, because they kind of have six guys, <clears throat> they could throw a bunch of lefties at us if they wanted to. I mean, that that seems to be the game plan. When the Indians were oh, too, in like 2018, when we were way too lefty um, slanted and it was like, Lonnie was in the lineup, and Kipnis, and there were just times when lefties would just eat us alive. We're kind of getting back to that with Fran Mill out. Jose's better from the left side. Cesar's better from the left side. I know that Cesar hits home runs better from the right side, but it's a pro- it's an issue. That's what these managers are doing. They're bringing in lefties from the pen after starting lefties and trying to and trying to hammer us with with um, uh, breaking stuff with uh, change ups. It's yeah. ridiculous.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I, I just I, I, there really isn't any other move to be made. I mean, yeah, Daniel Johnson maybe, but like everything else, all the moves are, are are made at this point unless you're gonna make some sort of a trade and they're not gonna they're kind of in they're not gonna trade to add like a big bat. Like that's just not gonna happen. I think we know that.
1: So what about a right handed power bat?
0: That's what we said about Harold.
1: Harold, I look. We ripped Harold's defense. We ripped Harold's defense to shreds. But his offense, he's scalding the ball. He ha- He's
0: fine when he's in the corner. He just shouldn't play center field ever. He, every time he's in center field, he like he and whoever the right fielder are are like running on top of each other, make catches <laughs> you know, every time. But again, these but guys sure.
1: didn't even work together during spring training much. That's the thing. It's like you know, one minute Nailers at first, one minute Nailers in right, one minute Harold's in center, one minute Harold's in right. With Fran Mill out, now guys are DHing, which I think is good to keep them off their yeah. feet. But again, then you've got different guys at different spots. They're not used to working together. How many times okay. did Ahmed Rosario turn a double play with Owen Miller during the spring? Hardly any because Ahmed was in center field. And, or he was, I mean, it's just, you know, they, they, I don't know what else can be done other than Tito saying, all right, Naylor, you're going to play first for like a week straight. Or you're going to play right for a week straight. But again, the Indians also two of their next four series are in National League parks, so someone can't play. So who? Oh,
0: everyone's favorite.
1: Yeah. So Shane so Bieber, stupid. Shane Bieber will have to hit on Tuesday, which to me just like bunt the ball and jog, like don't even swing. Oh,
0: don't swing. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself.
1: The whole thing is so stupid. But again, so, so who's the odd man out on Tuesday? So. um you know we're going to see two righties, right? So, against the Cardinals, who sits? Naylor should be playing because he's a left-handed stick, but is Zimmer should be playing? But then, okay, who's playing? But Bobby should be playing, okay? So, I don't know who's going to sit. Yeah, you have to pay, play Bobby Bradley. You have to.
0: You do. You absolutely do. And I think that he's going to be the regular first baseman against right-handed pitching, and and you know they'll probably rotate in him in DH and move to Naylor first and. No, because Harold's got to Harold's got to play every day too. Let's be honest; you got to play Harold right now the way yeah. he's swinging the bat.
1: Yeah, so Harold's going to be in center field for the first two games
0: against against the lefty. Absolutely, he will.
1: against righties. Uh, even, but, but I'm saying in National League parks because we need offense and we're going to automatically you're have no, automatic outs no, at. Zimmer. We're going to have, right, Zimmer will be the odd man out. because we will
0: use everybody, though. Let's be honest. You know how this is.
1: But I'm saying be. how they start the games. How they start the games. Because yeah. you have an automatic out in the eighth spot at catcher, and then you'd have an automatic out in the ninth spot with a pitcher. Oh,
0: God. Can't get back. Birdo, listen, I love Austin Hedges defensively. And he did go deep. Uh, Brooke and I went to the game Tuesday night, and we saw him in a home run, and we both couldn't believe it. Like, you believe this. Austin Hedges actually went went deep on my dad. It was
1: good. I mean, this but, team uh, takes this team takes 2 out of 3 from the White Sox, but they can't beat Baltimore. <laughs> it just makes no right. sense. We, we you know, we get did we get swept by the Mariners? Did we beat the Mariners once earlier in the year?
0: We went to Seattle. It was those was a four-game set and they were
1: I I don't think we got no, swept. We won we won the first one. Yeah, we won the first one. when police had the near no-hitter three. and lost the last, last, last 3. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we can't beat Minnesota, who stinks. They draw. We lose two out of three to them, but then we beat the White Sox two out of three. Yeah,
0: it's just a strange, strange team. But again, they're right there, thirty-one and twenty-six, five games over.
1: All right. Uh, pitching matchups. Let's get into that. I think we touched on everything. I mean, what yeah, else is did. there to say?
0: I got uh, to run in three minutes anyway. So
1: all right. So tomorrow night. So we got Tuesday. So no game tonight. God, these nights with no games are killing me. Although I'm doing I'm doing the night show tonight on ninety two three the fan. Tune in, everybody from seven. I know
0: that. Oh, I definitely from
1: seven to midnight. Chico, huh? I am, and then I'm doing. I think I'm on Wednesday morning with Ken. Oh
0: yes, I can't wait.
1: Oh yeah, so my favorites. So Tuesday, uh, so Tuesday in St. Louis, eight fifteen start time. uh, Bieber against Carlos Martinez, who you know years ago was supposed to be like. The second coming and he really hasn't been uh so that's a righty and then mejia on wednesday against adam wainwright wasn't it last year we kind of lit up wainwright a little bit or did he beat us i think he beat us
0: it wasn't oh it was last year because we played central only
1: we played in st louis last year too
0: remember you know this is one of those trips that if it was non-pandemic i mean like listen i'm vaccinated and at this point you know i'm gonna be I'll travel again whenever, but like this is one of those I would have circled on the calendar and then, like, I'm going to St. Louis for a work trip. I'm going to go, you know, go see a customer and then go see the tribe twice. My boy, shout out to my boy Dan Fryman, big Cardinals slap, season ticket holder. Is that Travis's brother? uh, No relation, actually, believe it or not. But yeah, uh, uh, I totally would have gone. And that's what I miss. I want to go see the Indians in other people's stadiums.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, so, so that's against the Mariners. so two, and then Mariners Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now, Seattle they claim that the Justin Dunn's coming off the DL, and we'll pitch in one of those games. He's a right hander, young kid, youngish. Uh, Involved
0: coming off the DL.
1: That's right. Uh, Yusai Kikuchi, the left hander, he could be available. Logan Gilbert pitched Sunday. He'll likely pitch in that series. The the rookie right hander. There's a
0: guy named Logan Gilbert.
1: Yeah, you remember he we pitched again. Gilbert
0: he, Lowe? What about Gilbert
1: Lowe? From Revenge of the Nerds? That's right. Yeah. Can't believe
0: his name's Logan Gilbert. Oh, that's the rookie that we made the major league, league debut against
1: us. Yeah, so and yeah. we actually did pretty well against him. Uh, I we, about that. We also could see uh, Marco Gonzalez, who's a lefty. He pitches Tuesday. So he if they wanted to pitch two lefties against us, they could. They could maneuver their rotation a certain way because they are off on Monday. And Dunn's coming off the DL. So Savali, you'd figured would pitch Friday because he had, hasn't pitched since Saturday. And then I don't know who would pitch Saturday, but then Sunday would be Beaver again, so Savali and Beaver so would pitch McKenzie. in two of those games against Seattle. The question is where does who pitches on Saturday? Like you said, Mackenzie just pitched, so if they held him he out, pitched on
0: Sunday, right yeah, so, which was yesterday so
1: he could pitch Saturday, so you line up line it up that way and see how it goes. I would figure he'd be back up by then. you know it'll
0: be interesting to see how they do it,
1: yeah. I would, but I would figure Savali Friday, Beeb, uh Mackenzie Saturday, and Bieber Sunday. So, but you You got Seattle for three, then Baltimore for four, and then at Pittsburgh for three. These next these next this series the after St. Like Louis. That? Now, St. Louis. Uh, I don't know how much you watch uh, NL ball. You know I do. The Cardinals can hit, man. Like the middle of their order with uh, Goldie, uh, Arenado, and this Tyler O'Neill. Who has thirteen home runs, all right-handed yeah. bats, but. That 3-4-5 is pretty good. So, uh,
0: it reminds me of when we hit Harold cleanup and uh Owen Miller fifth. <laughs>
1: what about the R factor? Ramirez, Rosario and uh and uh, Harold and Harold Ramirez. Ramirez
0: Rosario, Rosario. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So,
1: and Eddie, it's good to, it's good to see Eddie hitting a little bit. It's it's nice to have. Uh, he seems to have woken up a bit. I know not fully yet, but he's woken up a little bit.
0: would be nice if he was the Eddie of Olds they could use it especially without John Mill.
1: Yeah no doubt. All right Dairy Brothers Tribecast brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry and of course BreakingTea.com. We will talk to you again next week. Go Tribe.
0: Coming up on 5-Minute News I'm Anthony Davis.